Welcome to a very thankful edition of Kicking Out at Two this week. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth, and we are in the holiday spirit as Thanksgiving is upon us this week. And I thought we would take some time as wrestling fans to be thankful and, and tell everyone what we are thankful for in professional wrestling, whether it's the past or the present. And joining me this week to help me uh, ring in the holiday spirit, my good buddy, Dennis J. Levy. What's going on, man? Oh, always a pleasure, Dave, to be on the show. Just chilling. Let's rock and roll. Thank you very much thanks so much for being here thanks so much for uh for for coming on you you, you did a great job with the uh the the, the glow retrospective i want to tell you um it was a, it was a lot of fun talking about something different that i wasn't familiar with and you definitely brought a ton of a ton of info to the table so i wanted to thank you personally for that that was really cool my pleasure indeed so uh with this week um like I said, I want to discuss what we are thankful for as wrestling fans. Of course, Thanksgiving's a time of year where you give thanks for things that are going on in your life, like your family, your friends, your loved ones. Um, basically, as a wrestling fan, tell me, give me one instance, what are you thankful for as a wrestling fan? I am thankful for that, 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 that me and you, Dave, were able to see some things that would never going to be seen ever again. For example, ECW. That that was and arguably is my favorite wrestling of all time. And that that uh, you know my favorite movie of all time, Terminator Two. You Ooh, know, uh, that like uh, you, you know uh, uh, the World Warrior. You know, yep. I'm the type of guy that likes to see a good baseball bat to the face. I'm sorry <laughs> that I am. <laughs> no, that's, that, 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 uh, that's cool. Man. That that, that uh, Fight Club. You get the yep, yeah. That that that, uh, that that so heavy on the violence. Yes, okay. ECW was catered for this gentleman right here. Okay. And, and that that it was and that if you looked into it. It, it, that's it some damn good wrestling, but 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 of course it was catered to people that really wanted to see something unusual per se. Yeah, yeah. And, that, 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 uh, and I definitely consider myself unusual, and I like violence, and I love wrestling. So so, so I am very thankful for that 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 I'm old enough. To, to have seen wrestling that's never going to be done ever again. So were you one of those that stayed up late whenever it was on? Because I mean, ECW before it went. You know, national on uh, you know the TNN network. Mm -hmm. um, they were primarily syndicated through Madison Square Garden. I was about to say MSG. MSG, for the, yeah. For the people who are on the East Coast, it's yeah. Madison Square Garden. Uh, the the, uh, um, the channel. Yeah, yeah, I just remember that. If I read digress, the only thing I remember really about MSG was Yankees. You know, Y A A K E E E Yankee baseball on MSG. That was like the the one thing I did, did remember from MSG Network. So you stayed up late and you, you yes you, yes 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 faithful yes, or whatever you could. Whenever you uh, that's a great question, actually. That that uh, that uh, let's put it in perspective. You know, I was in eight, you know high school, had homework, all yeah. that stuff, and. I did prefer to go out on Saturday nights yep. and watch. Uh, good Saturday nights, yeah. Yeah, it was Saturday. Uh, usually uh, Saturday nights. Yeah, so, so, so and also, truth, truth be told, I wanted to be part of the cool kids, even though I was. I was a wannabe cool kid. <laughs> that that uh, that that, that what was on Saturday night when our age headbangers ball. So so so. Okay. So, yes, so, 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 if yes, I yes. did watch TV, it was going to be headbangers ball to be part of the cool kids. But I did prefer to watch ECW wrestling. Absolutely. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Um, I caught it when I could. When I was awake, like you, at you know, 16, 17 years old, I was out with my buddies trying to chase some ass, or you know, you know, try to either sneak into a bar, <laughs> or you know, have someone you know buy us liquor so we can you know get into all kinds of debauchery. But uh, yeah, I. I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm... Th I mean, I'm thankful that I got to be a, a part of that 
era of wrestling that I was aware of it at that time, I should say. Like, I wasn't a faithful watch. I didn't watch it faithfully only because, like I said, 16, 17 years old. I want to, you know, I want to be a, be a youngin and, and raise hell and, you know, maybe even be a part of the cool kids, so to speak. But um, when I did watch it, I was fascinated at how different it was. Um, as opposed to what I was normally used to with the WWF and WCW and traditional professional wrestling. Um, so, yeah, I guess you could say I was very thankful for being able to experience that different style of wrestling. Um, I remember one instance, the first time I ever watched ECW, I was at a friend's house and um, I believe it was his birthday falls on November 1st. So he did like a, when we were younger, um, he would do like a Halloween party at his house and I stayed the night and he had like a, a fully finished basement, kind of like where we are. Um, but he had like a bedroom and, and a bathroom down there. It was almost like an in-law apartment. So we were flipping through the channels, uh, with the TV on and we stumbled upon ECW and I don't remember the exact moment, but I just remember Shane Douglas and Francine were in the ring and Sandman was making an entrance and Metallica's Black Album had just come out at that time and he was Sandman would come out to the Enter Sandman music and I thought holy shit this is cool and when he came out and everyone just kind of you know cheered in unison when he cracked open the beer and he whacked himself in the head with the kendo stick I was like wow this is this is something I'd never seen before like I got to watch this and I remember from that point um I would try to stay up late if I was home on a Saturday night. Uh, I was lucky enough to, you know, my parents let me have a TV in my room, and I would try to find it. And I was like, oh, we watched it at like 12.45, so it's got to be on at like 12 or 12.30 at midnight. And sometimes it would change, like depending on the programming. And, um, you know, sometimes ECW wouldn't be on exactly at like 12 or 1 o'clock. It was just depending on whatever the network decided to put it on. But uh, I remember like faithfully trying to, in the beginning, trying to flip that channels and, 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 get a hold of it and then eventually uh we were fortunate enough to uh have the tnn channel when they went national in 99 and so i didn't have to stay up till fucking you know one o'clock in the morning on a saturday night to try and get it it would be on on a friday night at like eight or nine o'clock so i would just have my brother tape it and he would religiously tape for me while i was out causing all kinds of debauchery but yeah it's definitely something that um i try to watch some of it on the network now do you uh, oh yeah of course is it that that uh between um, um, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, which I never watched, that's why I'm watching it now. Between oh, okay. watching Smoky Mountain Wrestling and uh, ECW, and of course NXT, those are like the three big things. Those for are me on your dial on the yeah. network. That's it, interesting. If they took any one of those three, probably I probably wouldn't even have the network anymore. That that that. Uh, but yeah, those are the, the the big three for me. I haven't caught any Smoky Mountain. I'll watch a little bit of ECW from every now and then. Um, what I like to do with my viewing habits is, depending on when I have time, because, you know, obviously in the real world, you know, we've got priorities and responsibilities, I'll try to go, I'll look up online, and there's a site, I believe it's a Cage Side Seats, I want to say, they do like a This Day in Wrestling History, so I'll click, and I'll be like, This Day in Wrestling History on October the 27th, and it will go through, like, if there's any specific events that had taken place, or really moments, cool. or whatever, and then... I'll go to search for it on the network. I'll be like, okay, I'll go watch this old Halloween Havoc from 1990 or 1991 or whatever the case is. And uh, I was like, oh, something I didn't. I, I try to watch as much stuff as I didn't get to see. So I, I've watched a little bit of older ECW 
1999, stuff that I didn't get a chance to see. Um, I try to stay away from watching stuff that I have watched before because I have experienced it because I just want to see what else is out there. You know what I mean? So that's very cool that, you know, thankful that you got to be a part and, and grow up watching ECW. Now, here's a question regarding ECW before we go into, you know, what I'm thankful for. Do you think ECW could have lasted longer than it did? Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, Tommy Dreamer had a, uh, you know, it's one of those, you know, the rise and falls of ECW, yeah. DVD, whatever. He had a beautiful quote. We're the only wrestling promotion in the history of wrestling that sold out shows and closed our doors. That, 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 yeah. uh, that's, that, a good, that's a good point, yeah. That, that, that uh, if they had better management, absolutely. Yeah. And would they be here t- today? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Maybe because cause everything's getting so, uh, you, you know, like, like, like even before, like, like, you know, it was commonplace to see girls in thongs and all that other yeah. stuff. That's, that, that era's dead, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, that, uh, it was like that Jerry like, Springer, yeah. Howard Stern, Shock Jock TV kind of deal. Yeah. So I don't think, it, I don't think it would have survived this, this, Era of people. I don't. We, 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 because we're all about peace. Uh, you know. You know. Unify the world. Believe it or not. In the people 90s, get easily offended I, nowadays. Yeah, too, I know it's only yeah. been twenty years removed, but but the nineties was not about doing that. Yeah. Nineties was about seriously Fight Club. Yeah. Grunge music. Yeah. Dark, dark, dark stuff. Yeah. You know. No, that, that, right. So so now I I think it it would have lasted easy another ten. 15 years really but, but but once once i think 2010 happened i just think people were supposed to watch it be like oh too much too much too much really and, and, and the people like us that, that, that even though i lived a single life that, yeah. that, 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 that people like us we're gonna have kids and stuff like that so even if we wanted to watch it like oh who's johnny we gotta turn it off you know <laughs> <laughs> that, that, so either way i think it, i think our society would have gave it a death sentence but it would have survived better management Oh yeah, they it would have survived at least another ten years. Definitely. Now, what are your what are some of your favorite ECW moments that you can remember off the top of your head? All right, so I didn't even know. So people always heckle me, mm-hmm. but my favorite late '90s wrestler was Just Incredible. Yeah. So when Just Incredible won the title, I lost my shit. I really did. That was when he that, defeated. That, that, uh, I forget over. I, I tell you, I was true. Was a dreamer. It was Dreamer. It was a ladder match. Yeah, it was a great match too. Okay. That, 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 I think it was a ladder match. I don't know. That that that. Uh, but when Justin Federal won the title, I lost my shit. Was that the night that Francine turned on Dreamer and joined him? I think so. That your memory, your memory is better. Than okay. Me. I'm just that, trying that, to figure because uh, there's. I, I I think he won the title more than once. I want to say. I don't think he did. Or that, did that, uh, it was just one time. Because he lost the title, I think he won the title in Time of Dreamer one on one in a ladder match. It was awesome. I want to say the finisher. It was like it was in the uh, no Dreamer did the the cutter to him. But anyway, the best the move of the night was they're on the ladder and Dreamer gives um, Trust Incredible like uh, like a, the time cutter. cutter yeah. Oh, it was beautiful. But uh, but but um, but then he lost the title. Uh, that 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 then I was so pissed. It was Steve Carino. Um, Sandman and Dreamer in a triple threat in a ladder match, and 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 it was the dumbest spot you ever saw in your life. Five five feet from off the ground, they went went through a table. Uh, uh, Carino and uh 
and um, and Sam, uh, no, and um, Just Incredible. Okay. And, and that was the lamest bump you ever saw. And Sam goes up. Oh, that roll. was that. That was at the that was last. A terrible. That match. was at the last pay per view. The guilty is charged. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. And then Sandman, I believe, lost it to Rhino like minutes later. I think you're right. Yeah, that was. At I that did, final I was so pay-per-view. pissed that Justin lost. And I'm like, ah, oh, I, I yeah. can't. Do. And the match sucked. Yeah, that, it wasn't that, anything that, to write home no, about. Yeah. No, that that uh, so so. So both of my moments are gonna be just incredible moments when he won the title, and nobody, nobody in their mother had just incredible beating Sabu, and um, I want to say it was, um, you know, guilty. Uh, what's that? Anarchy uh, rules. Was it? Yeah, anarchy rules. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Your memory's sick. So everyone in their mother. That's why I do a podcast because my brain. I do remember, <laughs> like, it, I do remember this though. I just remember people who were fans of ECW going. Your boy Justin Credible has no fucking chance. It's fucking Sabu. Yeah. And who the hell is Justin Credible anyway? He's Aldo Montoya the job. Aldo Montoya. Oh my goodness. So, so, so I go in. I'm expecting, you know, and I'm seeing Sabu, through, you know, doing leg drops on him and through tables, power drivers. He put him put like through like three camel clutches. I'm like, yep, you're right. Justin Credible has no chance. And then. Of course, it was you know a whole bunch of shenanigans. But guess what? He won. I yeah. couldn't believe it. I could. I, I absolutely couldn't believe that he beat, beat Sabu. That that that. So so Judge Incredible beating Sabu and winning the title are probably my two favorite ECW moments. We talked about it a little bit on the. Um, I believe it was the tag team Mount Rushmore podcast we did, and it, my first experience in ECW watching the Dudleys at an ECW house show and how they caused a near riot. Um, with Bubba and Devon insulting a, a, a woman, um, a heavyset woman, and her husband or her boyfriend or whatever the case is, and the uh, the, the the Latino fans in attendance that night, um, I thought that uh, they were going to get killed in the parking lot, and they almost did, uh, if I remember correctly, uh, leaving the building, and I saw them leaving, and there were a lot of fans like heckling them, and they had to have security like almost surround the car so that fans wouldn't go after them while they were trying to leave in the car. Uh, that's probably the one ECW moment that I remember very fondly. Um, I remember when I met Bubba Ray a couple of years ago, and I told him of that story, and he was like, "Oh, there's plenty more of those." Like he's like that. That was a regular thing for us on a nightly basis, trying to fight our way through the parking lot to get out of the building because uh, it, the, what they caused, the riot they would end up causing with the audience. Uh, no, very cool stuff. Um, it, let's take a little bit of a turn to the current day product and the current day wrestling scene in general, not just WWE, but everything else i'm thankful that we're living in an era of wrestling where there is unlimited uh unlimited amounts of talent out there and different ways to watch wrestling i mean we grew up during the era of the monday night wars with wcw and wwf raw and nitro head-to-head on monday nights and we'll get into that in a little bit but um, the closest thing to that era is what we're seeing now with you have WWE, which is a global juggernaut. It's the Walt Disney of professional wrestling. But you have Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling that have, in the last couple of years have really made a, uh, their strides into becoming bigger than they are. You Impact Wrestling is back on the rise from having a, a abysmal last few years as TNA Wrestling. They're really starting to... to to rebuild their brand again um even though that there's a chance that this group might not be a part 
of the industry anymore. Lucha Underground, the future, their future's up in question. They've had four seasons of their show on the El Rey Network, and in many ways, I feel like their cinematic approach to professional wrestling has redefined wrestling in many ways, where you see like impact and the stuff that the Hardys have done in the way that they produce wrestling in segments and stuff like that. Like Lucha Underground really set the tone for that, you know, that cinematic approach. It's not a wrestling show on television, it's a TV show about wrestling. You know what I mean? Good point. And, and then there's, you know, um, like I said, New Japan, uh, even MLW. If you ever heard of MLW, Major League Wrestling, they have a they have a uh, a show on the BN Sports Network. I don't have the channel, but you have a lot of guys like um, Jack Swagger and uh, uh, who else is on that show? Can he kill, call himself that? He, I think he's Jake Hager. I want to say the real American Jake Hager or something like that. I think his name is Jake Hager, uh, but John Morrison, John Johnny Mundo, Johnny Hennigan, whatever you want to call him, uh, uh, Filthy Tom Lawler. There's a lot of young guys in MLW, and I just feel like in the last year or so. And then of course we we could talk about the Bucks and Cody and all those guys and Bullet Club and and things like that. There's so much talent out there, and there's so many different. Um, avenues and areas to watch wrestling with streaming and just different promotions out there that like I just feel like the wrestling business is so healthy that like if you don't like what you're seeing on Monday nights with WWE you could change the channel like you said you watch Smoky Mountain ECW and NXT and most people would say that NXT is probably the best brand that WWE has right now aside from Raw and SmackDown. So I feel like as a wrestling fan, I'm very thankful for what's out there today because people will bitch and complain and say, oh, it ain't what it used to be. And in some ways they're right. But I also think there's some really, really good wrestling out there that people don't understand that's how good it is out there in, the, in today's genre. And I totally agree with you that, that uh, one of my favorite things I did in the last couple of years that, that uh, I forgot what WrestleMania it was. I have terrible memory that that that, uh, that that anyway you know that uh nx the, the, the night before wrestlemania you got the nxc takeover yeah and of course you got the uh the ring of honor uh that that uh that the, the, they're kind of wrestlemania yeah so, so uh, on my phone i was watching uh, i was watching uh you know the uh, the new japan and uh the, the ring, ring of, of honor, honor stuff show, yeah. and, then, and then on my main tv i was watching nxc takeover and i'm like this is brilliant. Yeah. You're not doing that in 95. Oh, that, that, no. Uh, that, uh, There's a remote control. You're flipping exactly, back and forth. Yeah. Exactly. And, and who, and and nobody in the right mind, when, EC, when WCW had a pay-per-view, they had their pay-per-view. The WWF, you know, a couple weeks later, they'll have their pay-per-view, ECW, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's like no one in the right mind would ever go head-to-head. You know, you know I love that, too. Like, here's a head-to-head competition of uh, the, the WWE product. And there's a uh, uh, you know Ring of Honor, New Japan, whoever it might yeah. be, and their product. I just love that man. That 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 uh, that uh, it, that uh, if you cannot find wrestling nowadays, oh my God, you're just stuck on stupid. Well, what's interesting too about about what's going on in today's world, and we can elaborate more. I know you're a big Young Bucks guy. Is what they've been able to do with Cody Rhodes in today's wrestling world, like the like that All In show. Did you watch All In? A little bit. I I, I chose my spots. Okay. I thought it was a great show. In my yep. opinion, I'll consider it pay-per-view of the year. Um, I got a stream illegally from someone in a, in a in a wrestling group on Facebook that I'm that I'm a part of, and I watched it in my bed on my phone mm-hmm. with my wife asleep, and I had my earbuds in, and for about 
two and a half, almost three hours, I was thoroughly entertained from top to bottom. It was one of the best wrestling shows I've ever seen. And I'm not a big, like, jump on the bandwagon or the Young Bucks like everyone else is. People will say that, like, I'm probably a little late to the party when it comes to them. Um, they've grown on me. I'm not going to lie. From other conversations you and I have had, um, I'm not the biggest fan of them, but I respect what they're doing for the business. I may not resonate with what they do in the ring and their characters, but... I respect what they're trying to do for the industry as a whole, trying to make the industry better place when they leave it. You know, with the, hell, the, the 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 recent Chris Jericho cruise, he had a re, he had wrestling matches on a cruise ship in the middle of the fucking ocean. Like, could we have said that in 1995? Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Like, what's going on in today's world? Like, like I said, Cody and the Bucks personally funded a pay per view event and had some of the best talents from New Japan, Ring of Honor, in. Impact Wrestling, Lucha Underground, some legends from back in the day. They had a mix of everything all in one shot at this pay-per-view, and they did it all on their own, like financially. I, I've i heard that Ring of Honor helped them with some of the production mm -hmm. um, because they had some Ring of Honor guys, and I'm hearing that if Cody and those guys don't re-sign with Ring of Honor that when they do an all-in, too, they're probably not going to have um, the Ring of Honor crew helping them produce the pay-per-view. But it's just amazing what's out there in today's world. Like, I, I, I'm not going to order it, but I'll probably watch clips of it. But, you know, they're going to have that, uh, or they by the time this airs, um, you can already access it on Fight TV. They're going to have those matches from the Chris Jericho crews on like fight tv that you can purchase and order like it's crazy like the wrestling world we live in today i can't even i, I can't even describe it in words yeah and also you could also i, I think also think it's kind of cool too that like you could go to like click wrestle i don't mean to plug another no no, no go for like, it you go could go, go like shit. you could go like the click and mm -hmm. you know it costs you like two bucks to get like an old school samoa joe versus cm punk and yeah. stuff like that i think that's even sick too you know yeah. like, you know you know that the like yeah, technology just like in wrestling. That that uh, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't think honestly, like, if all of this was taking place in the in the '90s, like, I don't think like other television networks would be able to keep up with it. You know what I mean? And then it's it's interesting that like you see a lot of talents outside of let's just take WWE and put them off to the side because they're in their own mm -hmm. bubble. But you see a lot of organizations that. Um, are letting talents go work in other places. Like I said, MLW, Major League Wrestling, they have um, uh, Johnny Johnny Morrison, Johnny Mundo, John Hennigan, whatever you want to call him. They, he works for that promotion, and yet he's the champion for Impact Wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Back in 1995, 1996, you wouldn't see that sort of thing. You, I mean, how dare that use someone else's champion? Nowadays, yeah. it's like guys, you know, cross-promote and intermingle. And, you know, the NWA, for instance. The NWA is making a resurgence in, in 2018 in professional wrestling. Yeah. Cody had the NWA, won the NWA title all in. And Ring of Honor had... They're allowed the NWA championship to be defended on their shows, and the NWA allowed as well. I mean, it's just a crazy, yeah. you know, part of professional wrestling nowadays that, like, I don't think, like, any of us could really grasp 15, 20 years ago. That we, I don't think any of us could have predicted that this would have happened. Yeah. Even WWE, too. That, 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 uh, I forgot what promotion it was. 
But uh, the Street Profits on NXT just won a tag team championship. Oh, Evolve. Yeah, yeah, Evolve. Yeah. yeah. yeah they have a the, working relationship with Evolve. Oh, do they? I'm going to say, you, yeah. you do but very no, it's, 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 it's getting stronger. Because yeah. yeah. um, Gabe Sapolsky, who's the who's the, uh, the the owner of uh, of Evolve Wrestling, he's also their booker. He was once the... Um, he was once the head booker for Ring of Honor, mm-hmm. and he was also a protege of Paul Heyman. And so he's, I believe, a consultant uh, for NXT, but he also has this company, Evolve. So some of the NXT guys go down there. Like you said, Street Profits. I believe Cassius Ono is going to wrestle there soon. Um, they've had, like, William Regal and Sami Zayn do some autographs uh, at some of their shows, but their relationship's getting stronger. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like you said, like, NXT, you see those guys are Street Profits, and then they're going to go on Evolve and become the yeah. tag team champions as the Street Profits, a WWE copyrighted and licensed product it's it, it is pretty cool all right um let's continue with giving thanks as wrestling fans uh dennis tell me what else you are thankful for as oh, a fan right. of professional it, wrestling it, 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 so, so i mentioned like in the glow show and whatnot that 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 uh one one of the things that that unified my family was wrestling like i said my dad uh, that 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 uh that uh that, that uh it's a it's, a, it's an aerospace engineer if you have any relatives in aerospace engineer you know one thing they are workaholics. Mm-hmm. Or that 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 uh, it, a normal work week for them would be sixty hours. Them doing overtime, wink, wink, would be like 80, 90 hours. Jesus, and that, that's so. But the one hour that's I had my course. dad, and I really did, and it, God bless him for the like I said, he worked his ass off to put meals on our table. That that uh, the one time that that, that we get my dad, superstars wrestling at eleven a.m. But from eleven a.m. to twelve a.m. to twelve p.m. My dad was watching wrestling with me and my three sisters. But when it was over, we did all, you know, we congregated. I played baseball with the boys, you know, it's being Saturday or whatever. <laughs> dad went to go into the newspaper or whatever. My sisters, you know, whatever they do. Yeah. That, uh, but yeah, they're really wrestling. And, and also Monday night, like, like when I got older, like, like the, like, like, uh, me and my dad would watch Monday Night Raw together. Mm-hmm. Or actually, we were actually more at WCW guys back so then. So you watched Nitro? Yeah, I did. Yeah, we watched Nitro together. That uh, uh, and um, and and really wrestling did unify my family. It really did. That that uh, when wrestling was on, we didn't even eat dinner together, but we watched wrestling together. That's, That's pretty. I'm cool. telling you, it's, it's the truth. Mom that, that, included. Uh, uh, not really, but, but but like at least with my dad, for example. I'm I'm more referring to my dad and my sisters. Okay. That that uh, that uh, when I was on. That uh, that that uh, that, that uh, my family was watching it together. It, yeah. that, uh, it really did. That was the one show. One show. Meals didn't bring us together. Um, I, I, most of the time when we had like a family reunion or whatever, that didn't bring us together. But my immediate family, what brought us together for one hour, two hours, whatever it was, was wrestling. Now, is there a favorite moment uh, in wrestling that you all watch together? If there's anything that you can recall, the big one, yes, Jake the Snake Roberts uh, uh, tearing off Rick Rude's uh, pants. A, my sisters had a big crush on Roberts and Rick Rude, <laughs> and B, I love Jake the Snake Roberts. So yes, that moment, and my dad was laughing his freaking ass off. This is so between my dad just just like cracking us up, just how hard he was laughing. And my sisters having the big crush on Roger Rude, like, ooh, and, uh, and me just like, Jake the Snake getting his comeuffins. I love him so much. Yeah. That that was probably, as like everyone together watching, and the, the shock value being like in the late 80s, like, oh my God, you can't be doing that. And, yeah. that, and like, uh, that, yeah, that, that was like 
at that moment, like like none of us has forgotten. Still this day, we still talk about it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'll say I'm I'm kind of right on board with you. I'm very thankful how wrestling has brought my family together. Um, growing up, I'm the oldest of four boys, so. Um, Justin, Zach, the twins, and my other brother, Daryl. Um, no, that's not a Bob Newhart joke, by the way. <laughs> um, we all, you know, watched wrestling together, but Daryl and the twins are five years, five and six years apart from me. So I got them all into wrestling. Zach is the only one that doesn't watch wrestling currently. Obviously, Justin, as you know, big fan, and my brother Daryl as well. Uh, but yeah, we we we'd sat around, you know, the 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 living room and, and watch wrestling on the TV or. In our bedroom, uh, you know, when when we all, actually all four of us at one point shared a bedroom and would watch wrestling on the, on the little black and white TV with the bunny rabbit ears. Like, that's yeah. how old we were. Um, yeah, that's definitely some of the best times growing up, not only just as a wrestling fan, but, you know, with with my family. I mean, that's what I remember most is, is, is the times we've shared watching wrestling. And uh, we kind of discussed that a little bit on a recent episode of Kicking Out of Two. Our Team Rosenbluth Monday Night Raw watch-along from October the 23rd, 2000. You guys can check that out in the archives over at SoundCloud.com right now as we, we did a watch-along of a uh, episode of Monday Night Raw. It was the very first uh, wrestling event that all four of us boys went to together. Dad got us tickets, and we all went. It was the night after uh, WWF No Mercy when Kurt Angle won his first WWF championship wow, what, what uh, when he beat The Rock. So the night after, it was his big championship celebration. Yeah. Stone Cold went to jail for trying to run over Rikishi, so it wasn't. It, it was questionable whether Stone Cold was going to return. Of course, he did at the end of the program, but uh, that was the that was a big uh, a big moment as a wrestling fan for me. And just you know, in the the Rosenbluth family, what I'm very thankful for is the time I got to spend. We've gone to numerous WrestleManias together, all different kinds of shows. We've either watched pay per views at the house, at, at our homes or. Uh, you know, gone to different shows together. Very thankful that wrestling has brought all of us together. In some ways, it's brought us too much together because when I talk with Justin, uh, we don't really talk about anything else but wrestling. You yeah. know, it's in text messages, it's like you know, an article we read, or we'll send each other a link of something. And same thing with my brother Daryl. Like when we went to New York recently to meet Kurt Angle at the Ringside Fest in New York City, uh, all we talked about was wrestling. I mean, it's like we don't have any. <laughs> in some ways, it's bo- it's a borderline obsession, and that's one of the reasons why i'm doing this show because you know wrestling you know is a big passion of mine but that's really what i'll talk about so um if there's one particular favorite moment i would say that we all have or at least i have with my with my brothers growing up as a wrestling fan would probably be when we went to our first wrestlemania together when we went to wrestlemania in 2007 in detroit it was wrestlemania 23 um a buddy of mine uh, had gotten tickets for his kids to go, and we were like, let's make a road trip out of it. Let's just go. And uh, he got tickets for myself and my brothers, and I surprised Justin and Daryl with the tickets as Christmas gifts. Um, so Christmas morning, I handed them an envelope, and they opened it up, and they were like, whoa. And they are like, this is a joke, right? I'm like, no, this is fucking serious. We're going to WrestleMania. That's sick, man. And, like, what a we, great brother. Yeah, it was it was cool. I mean, I didn't buy the tickets for them. Like, my yeah. parents paid for it, but, like, I, I was like, let's make it a big surprise, yeah. like, make a big deal. So I, like, handed them these two envelopes. And 
I, 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 if I remember correctly, um, I don't know if I did it before they opened their presents or after they opened their other presents, mm-hmm. but uh, I remember uh, handing them the tickets and, and like the, their eyes just both lit up. So like that, I imagine. that WrestleMania being our first and being you know going together. Yeah, it was just it was one of the best experiences. And you boys ever. drove up there, huh? No, we fl- well originally we were gonna drive. We okay. talked about driving, and then we were like, damn, between you know. The- I could tell you. I'm a Viking fan, so, so so me and my uncle twice drove from Connecticut, Hartford, Connecticut, yeah. to Minneapolis. Yeah, yeah, that's a hike. How <laughs> long of a drive was that? So no, we normally left on Thursday morning, mm-hmm. and we normally got there about 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 Friday night ish. Okay, yeah, w- the way the way we were gonna go, it would have been easier for us to cut through Canada to get to Detroit than it would have. I heard ha- about that. We would have to go all the way around like. Parts of Ohio and maybe even into Minneapolis or the Minneapolis area to then get to Detroit. Definitely have to cut through Chicago. I heard like if we went that route, it would take us about like 16, 17 hours to get there. I don't know how much I I, I've done 10, 12 hour car rides before, like to Virginia and Atlanta and stuff like that. But I don't know if I'd be able to do, especially in the cold too. Uh, So we flew instead, um, which was a lot cheaper and easier for us. And my buddy had young kids at the time, so like we also kind of had to factor that in. Like you know we're have to rent a huge van yeah. and get all these kids in and pile everyone up. It was just been a big fucking show. I, I was just curious that that that, that, uh, that oh yeah with that yeah that out of Pennsylvania it's like oh but anyway I was curious if you if you did drive. No, I, I mean we thought about it like I said and uh, it was just you know unfortunately you know logistics and the way things turned out you know I believe Justin and Justin was still in high school I want to say when this happened so um, he. Uh, my parents didn't want him out of school for such a long period of time. We were going to take a road trip. So it was like a quick weekend. Like he flew up Saturday and left like Monday morning. Like it was like that quick of a, of a, uh, a trip. But, um, yeah. So I like you very much thankful for what family has, you know, my, my family coming together for wrestling. Uh, give me something else. That you're thankful for as a oh, wrestling fan. Oh, I, I could do this all day. Yeah, let's go. That another thing that uh, that, 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 uh, that uh, I loved about wrestling so much, especially when I, especially more as a kid and whatnot, that uh, you didn't really. So you're bored. Your basketball's flat. Yeah, that that it's too cold to go in the swimming pool. What do you do? Call your neighbor, your buddy. Ed, come on. We're, we're wrestling. That that uh, you, you you know you know play around. That uh, that I'm always the bad guy. I always loved heels. So I'm Ted DiBiase. He's Hulk Hogan. You know you know we're goofing around. You know what I mean? How old uh, were you? Probably like tenish. Okay. That 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 uh, you know what whatever you That's know. An acceptable age. That, 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 uh, I just love with a good imagination. Yeah, don't be doing power bombs and all that other crap. <laughs> we're smart enough not to do stuff like that. But with a good imagination. You, you can have your own matches. And I always thought that was really cool. Like, 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 those wrestlers gave, like, young kids, like, aspirations to be actors and all that other stuff. And, and yes, there's violence involved in wrestling. And, and yeah, children should be practicing it. But wrestling gave a lot of kids dreams. It gave us drive. And I'm really grateful for that. Like, like, like I said, that, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, that, uh I was really glad that, like, seriously, that, that, that like, wrestling wasn't my life, and, like, and, and, like, it really did. It kind of, like, 
gave gave us little boys like a dream to be something. You know, what I mean, be something bigger than than, than we really are. And that 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 uh, that and, and I and I really love wrestling for that. You know what I mean by that? No, I get it. Like yeah. you, like the the you you identified with like the they were like real life superheroes to you. Exactly. You know, it was like a comic book like come to life in front of you and you you would go and watch it and then you could, you know, try to become it and you're 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 emulating it in your basement or your living room or wherever with your friend and in some ways yeah, it made you think like, "Oh wow, like I could do this. Like, this is cool, you know? Like like this, you know, it gives me some purpose, you know?" Like what, what, what I'm trying to say is <laughs> even after the, the TV was over, mm-hmm. the wrestling was like still in me. Oh, like, yeah. like 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 I said, I did Never wanted a power bomb a cage yeah. through a table. Yes, I know. Half an hour ago or twenty minutes ago, I know. I loved watching in the movies, the like, violence, like the, yeah. the baseball bat, Jason Voorhees. You, you know, have a life limit, people. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to hurt a human being in real life. <laughs> that, that, uh, but I'm gonna say, well, even after the TV was over, yeah. wrestling still had my intention. Uh, it still was in my heart. It was still like, 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 like. I'm a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. Obviously, I drive up to Minnesota. That's what I was implying. I was going to Minnesota with me and my uncle to see Viking games. That that uh, that uh, was that being said, uh, uh, Dave. That uh, that that uh, when the football game was over, you know what? The football was out of me. It really was. I screamed. I yelled. You know. I cheered. Whatever. You weren't gonna tackle but your uncle in the no, parking lot. No. No. Once <laughs> once the Viking game was over, that that my emotions for football was over. And, and then next week, whatever. Once a week for three hours, I have a motion for football. Wrestling, it's just, you it's turn off the there. TV, it's still there. That's interesting. I, you know, it's, it's fascinating. It, and, and I'm not saying this because we're doing the show together, but this is 100% truth. Um, it's fascinating that you that that's something that you're thankful for because um, it kind of goes along with, like, for me, at least the family connection that I had with my brothers. But like you, when wrestling was over... Justin, Zach, Daryl, myself, the four of us, we would try to emulate what we just watched. Or we would try to almost do next week's episode of Superstars of Wrestling where we were like, oh, wait a minute, Bret Hart was just attacked by Hakushi, so what do you think is going to happen next week? All right, here's what... And it was almost like we were like just trying to recreate our own... We were trying to map out the storyline for us, and then we were going to reenact it in the living room. Um, so it, you're right. It doesn't leave you. It's like it, you want... You, you have this insatiable appetite for more, and then you want to go ahead and, and, and reenact it. That's it's really interesting how you how you just describe that because that's exactly how us Rosenblues were when when superstars or, or uh, you know Sunday you know Sunday morning slam or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> that was on. We wanted to try to finish that story. You know we didn't get enough, so we were gonna try and finish it ourselves. And then what would be interesting is, is if we would act out what was going to happen following what we just watched, and then we'd go the next week to watch and be like, hey, wait a minute. Like, that almost was what we just did last week in the living room. You know what I mean? So we did amp up the violence factor a little bit, jumping off the couches. Um, At one point, like I said, all four of us shared a bedroom, so the bedroom was small enough where we had bunk beds and we had a trundle bed, and the trundle bed slid out to the bottom of the bunk, so that turned into like a steel cage or a ring uh, for all four of us. And even I think we've even done scaffold matches off the bunk bed before, uh, which had been uh, very, very dangerous uh, in our household. But wow, that's pretty cool. I I like that. So the one time I got talking about you know you know wrestling that that like you know in the house. So the one time I got big big trouble. My grandma. 
that, that, that for my sister's birthday made a huge raggedy hand of adults, like like a kid size, like the size of a kid. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? What did I do with it? Kidnapped it, apple dropped, body slammed it. You know, so it ripped. It got cushions all. Yeah, my my mother was not too pleased <laughs> about that one. That that, that uh, yeah, that, 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 that was a big incident, and that's when and that's when my, uh, that that tore it down. That, but like I said, though, I always I love that about wrestling. That 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 when you turn off the TV, you can argue your passion for wrestling got more so. But yeah. then you want to talk to somebody, be like, "Oh my God, what do you think is going to happen next week?" You know, yeah. you, you know they left the, they, 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 you know, you know they left the big click hammer. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said. That's the one thing about, about, about uh, 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 yeah, everyone wants closure. Yep. That's, 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 that's about your football game, you know? Yep. 21-24. What else can you talk about? You know what I mean? Yeah. But with wrestling, you know, with the cliffhangers, and, you know, you know, you just saw this amazing move you want to, you know, do, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> that, exactly, that, uh, yeah. That, 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 that's what I love about wrestling, that, 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 that uh, like, like, once the TV's, once the show is over, you can argue your passion for wrestling heightens. That's and you, crazy. And, you can, and that's the only sport, in my opinion, where, where that happens. Now, you, you just said you had a Raggedy Ann doll that basically seen better days. My sister, thank you very much. Sorry, my, <laughs> I stand corrected. I had a Cabbage Patch doll, Garbage Pail Kid. Yep. And that Garbage Pail Kid uh, lost a hair match to me at one time. Yeah, I thought I was bruised the Barber Beefcake. I mean, there was so many, uh, you know, uh, holes and, and, and ripped up hair from that Cabbage Patch Dolls kid. There was, like, spots. And you can ask my brother. Like, I'm, I, I don't remember when, you know, as kids we threw it out, but... That garbage pail kid lost uh, a number of hair matches to me. What was your finisher? <laughs> it, um, the sleeper hold, probably because it was you know of course, a, good point. Brutus Beefcake. So I mean, you know, I had to put him to sleep in order for me to cut the 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 doll's hair. Um, the garbage pail kid also definitely bled a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went through a lot of red magic markers <laughs> over the course of time um, to the point where uh, if we had return matches, the garbage pail kid was still bleeding and still missing its hair. So uh, uh, that, that garbage pail was the, the ultimate jobber in our Rosenbluth household for a number of years until the wrestling buddies came out. And then we beat up Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior <laughs> um, on our bunk beds for a, a long period of time. Well, those wrestling buddies ruled. Yeah, yeah, we got yeah. the Million Dollar Man right here in the studio. Oh my God! And yeah, you do. Yeah, right there, over there. You see him? Yeah. Um, my wife gets freaked out about it. She wants me to sell it. There's a guy. Uh, no, he can't sell DiBiase. I, I mean, I'm not a big DiBiase guy, so I mean, like, I'd want like Hogan and Macho. Like, those are my two. Yeah. So like, if any Hogan Macho, maybe Jake, but like, I know they're pretty rare to find those nowadays. Um, you, if you go on like some of the the, the toy uh, groups on Facebook, uh, they have them, but like, if they're in like good condition, people. I can only imagine. Jack up the price like fucking crazy, yeah. but uh, you know, on the subject of uh, emulating our um, our uh, you know our our wildest fantasies after watching wrestling, uh, I'm thankful I met a good group of individuals when I was a youngster uh, out of New Britain. Uh, good buddy of mine, Jamie Garabedi, and he introduced me to a number of guys, and we were a part of the Junior Wrestling Alliance, the JWA, and his father built him a ring in his backyard, and it was a, I'm talking like, I'll show you the pictures later, Dennis, but I'm talking like this was almost regulation size, like 16 by 16 or 18 by 18, like he had, he went to the dump and got like the mats and like then like tarp and duct tape, and he like put like poles in the ground and put like quick crete cement so the poles would stay, and (laughs) 
he'd get like the cable wires and then take styrofoam and duct tape wrap those around he made turnbuckles like we had like a legitimate like it was probably the best ring like like the you see the video of the hardy boys and with the trampoline yeah, they yeah. use like the garden hose ropes like we we had them beat we had those fucking guys beat and uh i was thankful that i got to be a part of that and obviously gain a friendship with my buddy Jamie you know we're older now and uh, he's got a couple of kids who are involved in wrestling and uh, we just hung out recently and uh, Jamie's actually going to be on this show we're going to do a show uh, coming up uh, next month uh, always a bridesmaid never a bride discussing some of the, the, the greatest wrestlers to never become the world heavyweight champion so stay tuned I'm so for, jealous for that That's over a great at soundcloud.com we might do a part two and you can definitely be a part of that of course yeah. Uh, but yeah we uh, we're going to sit down and discuss uh, some of our favorite wrestlers to have never been the world heavyweight champion in wrestling and why so wow. stay tuned for that over at soundcloud.com next month but uh yeah jamie was uh interesting enough i met his father who not no longer with us god rest his soul we stood in line to get tickets for a um a, a monday night raw or a smackdown i forget which one at the uh the west farms mall at the old filings and i don't know if you remember when they used to do the tickets they used to have a lottery and you would get in line and you would then have to draw a ticket and whoever got the the number that ticket number would start the line so even if you got there first you might you you might end up at the back of the line the way the lottery i totally was. disagree with that i hated that and then those rock, like they go to a rock concert first first person there. first come first people, serve yeah. people were there intent for three days yeah god bless them they deserve those tickets more than i exactly do. oh you i know. know it's like so there'd be times where like you know i would go to those like early saturday morning at like filings in west farms mall and i i got lucky enough where i wasn't totally in the back of the line where i got some decent seats but um we ended up uh chatting up and talking and uh he seemed like a really cool guy and uh he said he goes you know my son he does this backyard wrestling and i built him a ring and so uh he happened to have this was before cell phone cameras he happened to have like pictures in his truck so he said you save my spot in line I said yeah sure so he pulls out he goes to his pickup truck in the parking lot pulls out the pictures and he shows me all these pictures and I was like holy cow he's like yeah my son was in the newspaper and the local paper in New Britain and uh, you know you should come down sometime you know check it out if you want to participate how old, you know my son's about your age yeah. and I was like oh this is really cool so uh, I got talking with him and we we we, uh, we made plans and I went down there one Friday afternoon they had like a little event and they had like music and they made like an announcer's table and there was you know chairs and they made like guardrails out of like big wood two by fours and you know his Charlie was his name is uh, Jamie's dad Charlie he was the one that constructed the whole thing so we had like a little we called it the JWA arena and the ring was up against the garage of the house so we got to use the roof of the garage to like jump off oh the, my god sick. To jump you off guys the top. killed yourself but it's so funny I'll show you some pictures and I there might be some video out there too um i'm not sure but you know i met a great group of guys and you know obviously as you get older you know life happens and you have yeah. kids you get married you don't talk to each other as much but uh whenever we do get together we fondly talk about our our time in the jwa i'm sure jamie's going to want to talk more about that on a future edition of kicking out it too uh, but yeah i'm very grateful that i got to do that that's probably the closest thing to me ever becoming a professional wrestler was uh was uh doing was doing that and i remember kind of putting the bug in Justin's ear a little bit after that where he wanted to uh 
do backyard wrestling. My parents were like, no way. And I was 18 at the time, so my parents really couldn't stop me. But, you know, Justin wanted to organize a little backyard wrestling group and, you know, use the backyard. And at the time, I believe we were living in a, uh, a two-family house, so we couldn't use, you know, the yard for that. And uh, my parents were, like, totally against it, and it turned into, like, a, a he had, like, a major meltdown. But, uh, yeah, so it was, a, it was a lot of fun. So I'm very grateful that I got to meet Jamie and, and, and still have a friendship to this day you know talk wrestling and like i said he's got his kids involved like you know as as watching wrestling they go to the shows too so it's really cool to be a part of and uh, i'll post if i find the pictures i'll post them up on social media on facebook and on twitter and stuff like that so you so everyone can see but yeah this was definitely one of the it lasted about a year and then the landlord of the house said no more that's it like the cops had come too many times like there was there was a noise disturbance one one day because uh the uh, the music was too loud someone's entrance music was too loud so uh, we turned the music down and yeah. the new britain cops ended up sitting in the chairs with about like 25 other people in the neighborhood and watched the match watch a couple of the matches so it was a lot of fun um but yeah Some knucklehead the, called the cops on kids for the entrance music shame on them yeah I'm i know serious. it was uh it was like a party and there's that and you have red solo cups with like with like you know people smoking pot yeah call the cops yeah that that uh I've been through a few parts of that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I, and I, and I, when they came, I got it. Yep. But, 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 but when kids are just, they're, they're, they're not doing, they're off the street and, and they're, and they're just wrestling. Yeah. You gotta call the cops on that. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I, shame on them. Yeah. I'm serious. Shame on them. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so that's yeah. that. That was my experience, and what I'm very thankful for is the friendship I gained with Jamie. <clears throat> excuse me, and being a part of the uh, the Junior Wrestling Alliance. Like I said, maybe someday we're all going to get together and and talk about our days in the in the JWA. You'll get to hear some some pretty funny stories oh, of our, I, of I, our I, times in, in our treehouse locker room. Oh yeah, that was the other thing too. His father built like like a little like so behind the garage there yeah. was like enough space. Like that was our locker room, and behind the garage there was a cemetery and uh there was enough space in between the fence and the garage where like we could all just kind of sit and hang out while the other matches were going on but then even further behind the garage there was like a big space and his father built like almost like a treehouse of sorts and it wasn't very high up it was probably like it was like yeah, it wasn't too high up, but we climbed up the stairs, and we could probably fit, like, two of us to, like, change into our wrestling gear, and uh, so we called it the Treehouse Locker yeah. Room, and uh, Jamie, who, you know, lived at the house, his father built the ring, he was the biggest Treehouse Locker Room politician in, <laughs> in backyard wrestling history, and we'll get more into that later, I'm sure, but, uh, yeah. yeah, that's... The, I that... still can't wrap my... I'm sorry. No. I can't wrap. I can't wrap my head around... You had these kids, yep. high school kids. I'm assuming we were. Yeah, it was. Well, most of us were in high school. Uh, there were a few youngsters that were probably like ten or eleven years old that like we had to ask. Um, to get parents, you know, yeah. their their parents' permission to do it. Uh, I believe too that like I had to. My mother. Well, no, I was old enough, so I was eighteen. But like the kids that weren't under that were under eighteen, I believe that their parents had to sign like a waiver with the landlord who owned the property yeah. that like you weren't going to sue if something happened to your kid. And trust me, we beat the shit out of each other. I'm surprised that landlord had a house, but you know, regardless. Yeah. So we we're, most of us were in high school. Some of us youngsters, some, some youngsters in the group, but go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just saying you I, I, so you had these kids even sign waivers. Yeah. 
Yeah, we and, were legit. And, and your and your neighbors had the gall to call on the cops. I'm sorry, I just can't wrap my head around. That. <laughs> I, I just can't. You want these kids are not. They're they're not. They're not. I, I, this is one of the worst stories I could tell anybody. So so when I was 15 years old. Yeah. I can remember 14, 15, 16 years old. Me, we had that, that me, me and some some buddies were going to the tracks. Who knows that the tracks? Homeless people. We would give homeless people money to buy us alcohol. You know what I mean? That 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 uh, or whatever. You know that that uh, you guys weren't doing that. You guys were were for parent supervision. Beating the shit out of each other with light tubes. Uh, that, oh, were you really? Uh, <laughs> well, actually, we used. Uh, I think uh, we used a, a light tube like once or twice. But go ahead. Yeah, uh, we, I'm gonna say if you guys are using weapons. All right. There uh, were chairs. That, there were ladders. Yeah, there was stuff involved. Uh, and, Garbage and, cans. And yeah. Maybe that wasn't the greatest parenting. Then. No, but 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 it certainly wasn't. But 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 <laughs> that that if you guys turn it down, I, if I was well, if I was a neighbor, I would I would just turn the other cheek. I really would. I'd be like, oh well, these boys, they're not they're not the tracks drinking alcohol with yeah. homeless people. We're not selling drugs. That, that they, yeah, you're not selling drugs. Yeah. You're not you're not in alleyways ready to jump old ladies in their purses. Yeah. That that, that uh, you got you guys are just. Doing something you had a passion for, yeah. And but 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 if I did say light bulbs and all that stuff, I, I might cringe. But but uh, <laughs> that that uh, but um, but I just can't wrap my head around that 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 uh, that, 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 that got shut down because of lo- local law enforcement. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, they just came and told us to turn the music down. Yep. Um, they said they got a noise complaint, and then the cops asked, you know, so what are you guys doing? And they were like, oh, we got our little backyard wrestling federation. Yeah. And it was like, oh, like WWF, and we we're like, yeah. And they ended up like, you know, all right, well, you know, you guys be careful. And yep. uh, you know, I think the landlord was like sitting in like you know her her lawn chair, yep. uh, watching as well. So she, you know. Know, like vouched for us all with the cops and then the cops literally sat down like with like like I said there was like a good like every Friday we had like 25 people there <laughs> like 20, like yeah we had like a, a and like uh, when we would do our Saturday pay-per-view yeah. shows like we had like a good like 50 like 50 people there as well like so is that was like your equivalent to the lemonade stand like two bucks to watch you guys wrestle you know well we didn't charge that was the thing we should have charged we probably would have fucking made some good money because we had some you know with 25 50 hey, people your pay-per-view charge two bucks yeah we exactly that's what we should i mean we filmed it too on camera and everything yeah we yeah. should have definitely done more with that but uh yeah very very you know very reward i wouldn't say rewarding but um no uh, fun experience and thankful that I got yeah. to strike up a friendship with uh, with Jamie. Tell me more about what you're thankful for as a wrestling fan. All right, that that um, well, of course I, I'm thankful for 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 like you know like like us. We could like talk about wrestling and all that other stuff. And then, uh, I kind of wanted to mention how it connects people. Like, yeah. that, that that wrestling fans that that, that uh, when you connect people. What what I'm really thankful for when it comes to that connection. Mm-hmm. So. So, so so of course I uh my for what I do for a nine to five is that 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 I bartend and I serve tables. Mm-hmm. So every now and again you see a guy you know, you know Finn Balor shirt or like an old school Macho Man you know whatever yeah, Red Sting, yeah. and then you get to talk to him. You know what I mean? And you and how many times were where are and and then you hear and then you have like okay so you have the guy that announced himself as a wrestling fan you know with a shirt or whatever. And then me and him would start talking. Oh my God! You know, da 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 da. yeah, yeah. Sting, you know, when he beat uh, you know, Ric Flair. All right, you know. And then you have that guy with the business suit, with that half smile, 
you, you know, too embarrassed. At the, it, it, it would be way too embarrassed to announce himself as a wrestling fan, but now that he's among wrestling fans, what do he do? He goes, you you were there in 95? You know, Amani suit, you know, and, 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 and be like, you were there? I was there, you know what I mean? And just, just how, just like, just, just how, when you're among a wrestling fan, and like, like, I hate that, like, you know, some people, like, you know, because, oh, it's fake or whatever, that, that you have to be ashamed to be a wrestling fan. But you're an adult, you know, oh, it's a Ken show. You can't be watching that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Grow up! And that, that, uh, but, but, you know what? I, I never cared about the noise when it comes to wrestling. I, I know what I like, and I don't care what everyone thinks, you know? Yeah. But right now, I've always been a cult of personality. But some people are in the cult of personality, and, and, and they have to be like, you know, they have to be like, like, like you know, you know, they feel like they feel safe, you know. When you, so when you get two, three guys talking about wrestling, jive mm-hmm. in, you know what I mean. Yeah. I just love just, just, just like uh, how you got one wrestling fan talk to another wrestling fan, and then you got like another wrestling fan. You get, you get, I just like how that 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 is always. If you start having a wrestling conversation with one person, it's always the snowball avalanche effect that another person's gonna get involved. Another person's gonna get involved. Another person's gonna get involved, but I get that sports in general. But no one's ashamed to talk about NFL football no, or, no, or no. NHL hockey Wrestling's or something like that. Yeah. Wrestling is so taboo yeah. that 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 uh, that that um, you really do. You got to get that one person that doesn't give a crap about what anyone thinks, mm-hmm. and then you just got that conversation, and then like that one uh, that that two people talking turns into like seven people talking. Yeah. I love that about wrestling. That's cool. That's very cool. So you've experienced in your time bartending and, and serving All the time. tables that once, like it happens at least so, once so a you'll week. See, so you'll see a guy with a wrestling shirt and it's easier to strike up a conversation with him but then you'll see someone who's a very business like yeah. Armani suit who's you know traveling for his job just wants to get a bite to eat. Yeah. What at what point in the conversation does wrestling come up? If you can't notice physically that this person is a wrestling fan, how do you know that they're a wrestling fan? What point in the conversation does that does that come about? That's a great rebuttal. That that so so you go you, you, so if someone brings up wrestling, right? Let's say you're in your meal, or whatever, and it doesn't interest you. What are you gonna do? Just gonna continue, you know? Watch watch what watch watch the news or the ball game, whatever. And you know you're not paying attention or whatever. Mm-hmm. All, all of a sudden, if you see that guy. If I'm like to, the, if we're like to the, the right of him, right? All of a sudden, he he turns to the right, you know, it's like a half smile, you know, half half like try to hear our conversation, half trying to eat his meal or drink, have his drink, you know. That's when you know, like, oh, you're a wrestling fan too, and then and then like you can see it. They take a deep breath. They look to the right to the left. No, are there any hot chicks around me or nothing like that? <laughs> they take a deep breath. <sighs> yes, I am a wrestling fan. You know what I mean? That 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 uh, that uh, that. And I and like I said, those people who are wearing the Armani suits, like like the in the closet wrestling fan, you gotta jive it out of them a little bit. You do that, that you can tell that they want to get involved. But but like I said, uh, like I always tell everybody, a good bartender, a good server, it's a good tour guide. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a get people. It, yeah. that's a get people involved. Yeah. If you're a tour guide, you know, conversation starter. If, if you're a tour guide of a duck boat, what do you have everyone do? Quack quack quack. You know what I mean? So, 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 so if you're a wrestling fan, oh, I'm bartending, I'm talking to another wrestling fan, I want you to be involved, absolutely. Tell me why you, uh, the, 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 get involved, absolutely. So let me ask you this. So you've had conversations with 
obvious wrestling fans mm-hmm. uh, as a bartender you've had conversations with closet wrestling fans yep. as a bartender have you ever had a conversation with a non-wrestling fan as a bartender when it gets to the point where All the where, where it's like heated not i wouldn't say like super heated yep. but like where you guys are at odds and and there's like a big you could tell that there's like uh some some tension in the yep. air that that uh so once I, I only did it once, and I kind of agree with it that that uh, when you're in a business hotel, wrestling should, probably should not be on your TV. It was, but, but it was it was the summertime, like the Yankees were playing like at ten o'clock at night. The Red Sox had had the night off, and what was there to watch? What CNN? Come on, dude, put put a gun to my head. I'm <laughs> I, I'm Irish. I can't stand politics. Yeah. So you know, I turn on wrestling, and one guy goes, you know. If you don't turn that channel right now, I'm I'm like reporting at the front desk. But I'm like I like sure sure sure. So I was like, yeah, you get that reaction. You get that reaction. You know, and like, like 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 so you're right. You get one or two reactions when you talk wrestling or show wrestling or whatever to to to, to strangers. You're either gonna get a positive reaction or a really negative reaction. There's yeah. no middle offense wrestling no, opinions. Yeah. There is either. Good Strong opinions, good or bad, yes. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, I have not run into that experience, although um, I will say that working in the restaurant business, um, I've come across some people that used to be fans or some that might currently be fans when I worked in the restaurant business. Um, there was one restaurant I worked in in particular, the, the sous chef, uh, who I was buddies with at the time. Uh, he didn't... Uh, he didn't like it. He thought it was, you know, it's fake, it's phony. You got a bunch of fucking guys in their underwear rubbing each other, and you know, every every negative connotation that yeah. non wrestling fans could um, that could associate with wrestling, he he spit out of his mouth. So, um, you know, obviously working in the restaurant industry, you work nights, and I used to work nights, and I'd close up shop at the end of the night, and I used to work Monday nights, and you know, obviously Monday night television is associated a lot with Monday Night Football, but also Monday Night Raw as well. So um, the football game would be on in the bar. And uh, because I was one of the cooks closing, um, you know, at the end of the night, I would get like a shift drink or whatever. This was before I, you know, when I was a big drinker way mm-hmm. back. And uh, I, I would I would have a couple of beers. And uh, I'd ask the bartender to put the wrestling on. And I'd say, hey, can you put on uh, channel whatever USA is on? And uh, he's like, uh, well, what's on the channel? And I was like, wrestling. And he's like, really? You're going to watch this? I'm like, yeah, I am. I'm like, there's nobody in here. You're cleaning up. Like, is it going to fucking bother you that yeah. much that I put it on? Like, the game's on the other channel. You know, you don't even have to have the sound on. I just want to watch it. So he put it on. And uh, then the cook, who, uh, who I worked with, who hated it, um, he go, you watching this fake shit? He'd come over and he'd have a drink with me or whatever. And, you know, it would get into the wee hours. And I don't remember exactly what happened in particular where he started to like it. But um, he, uh, he, he was watching it with me while we were waiting for, like, the dishwashers to clean up and yeah. for them to vac in the dining room. And um, he was just like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Like, someone must have did, like, a flip or a moonsault or something. And he was like, wow, that really had to have hurt. Like, yeah. And I'd be like, dude, it's not as fake as you fucking think it is. Yeah. And uh, 
so then he was like starting to get into it and he was like I'll turn the sound up and uh, I believe it was like something with like Shawn Michaels and JBL or something yeah. was going on and uh, he was like wait a minute so that guy's got no job and he's working for him but he hates him I was like yeah he goes that's kind of like what we do <laughs> we don't like our fucking boss yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like yeah like you know in some ways wrestling can be very relatable you should see what you know what, what, what used to happen 15-20 years prior so um, he went with me to watch who uh, watch a, a pay-per-view at Hooters because Hooters does the pay-per-views yeah. and um he got really into it, and then he became like a regular with me, like on the pay per view Sundays. Like we worked Sunday nights, so we would leave the restaurant. Restaurant would be closed. We'd have that shit locked up at like nine thirty, and we would make it to Hooters to watch like the last two or three matches of the pay per view. And then it got to the point where um, we would try to request like a Sunday off on a pay per view night. He'd be like, "Tell me what a pay per view is, so we can actually go and watch the whole pay per view at Hooters." I was like, really? He's like, yeah. And so we would try to request a Sunday night off together, mm. but the boss didn't really care for that because he knew that we were up to no good. And yeah. He didn't really, he didn't really like wor us working together to begin with, but he had no choice because he knew that we were going to be able to get the job done. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, that's my only real experience in the restaurant business when it comes to non-wrestling fans. But I, I guess for a brief period of time, you could say that I turned him into a wrestling fan. He kind of got into it. And it's funny that I'm telling this story because my wife and I went to Raw in uh, uh, Hartford back in April, uh, not too long after WrestleMania. And he called me and was like, hey, are you going to wrestling tonight? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, I'm going to be there too. I'm like, you still watch? He was like, well, kind of, sort of. But my buddy, he's more into it. So I'm just kind of going with him to hang out because my wife's out with her friend. I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Maybe I'll meet up with you. We didn't yeah. end up meeting up. But I was like, wow, like he actually still kind of likes watching it. Like that, that, that. So I guess you could say like I kind of started his his fandom for professional wrestling. That's pretty cool. And on the other side of the spectrum, too, like, like every now and again, wrestling will insult me so much I stop watching or whatever, you know? That, 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 that uh, I'm very protective of, like, Flynn Balor, the Kenny Omega, that, 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 and when I see, like, their current promotion, like, you know, do something I don't like, I'm like, ah, forget about it. So my greatest example... That that uh, that uh, that uh, so I was out of wrestling for a hot minute, and then all of a sudden, the good lord, I'm flipping through the channels. I'm watching Evan Bourne versus versus or, uh, Randy Orton, and I'm right at the end of the match. Okay, that, that, yeah, Evan Bourne, Evan Bourne's about to do his finisher. It's a beautiful, beautiful, you know, splash. I forgot the what moon, they call it. It was like the the um. And he does a flip. The shooting star press. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it's even more extreme than that. He, go, he gets the, the height on and whatever. Yeah. And then Randy Orton does the RKO. Oh, yes, then, yes, the yes. Flip. I said, once I thought I was out, they pulled me back <laughs> in. It's, just, it's so true. Like, 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 as much as people are so resistant on wrestling, or like you're pissed off at wrestling at the time, or like whatever you think you think oh the wrestling I saw ten years ago oh it was so much better than this fucking shit so I'm gonna stop <laughs> wrestling right but then you then, then all of a sudden you just shut off your brain you start watching wrestling again you're back in and that, 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 or right. or just gonna get someone in just if someone just uh, just shuts up and just watch wrestling they're hooked uh, I'm sorry they're just hooked uh, that that uh, it's kind of like Mike so I just saw Bohemian Rhapsody right. Great movie. Whoever likes Queen, I got. I have a point to tell it. I have a point to tell it. This. Yeah. I was going on movies thinking this is gonna be shit. 
like, like I'm not gonna like this movie. And what did I? What happens? Because I, I like you know I didn't have this really high expectations or whatever you know. It turns out to be a great movie. I've heard, uh, yeah, uh, I've heard it's amazing. It. It's, it's, a, it's the best two-hour cinema I've seen in a couple of years. Yeah, I heard it's uh, phenomenal. I, it, 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 I don't think that the movie itself is going to get an Oscar or an Academy Award, but that dude from the Mr. Robot guy, the lead actor for Mr. Robot, who did Freddie Mercury, if he doesn't get an, an Oscar for what, what he did, it's going to be a, a tragedy. Anyway, so what I'm trying to get, everybody who, who doesn't like wrestling, per se, never watched it. Mm-hmm. Or or they just for for, for they saw it for a hot second they're like they're, they're like they're they're like oh what the fuck is this shit is it what the fuck is you really yeah. right what the fuck is this shit you might <laughs> and just turn it off at the like uh, the five Mississippi's yeah. you know that, that uh, when people actually give something a legitimate you still count shot Mississippi's what's that you still counting Mississippi's when, uh, for example my bartend <laughs> I, I do for showmanship a little bit it, this is this, I do this for showmanship a little bit yeah. but you you know you know you'll be like. Yes, I would like to have a double scotch on the rocks. Right? I'm like, oh, when you're pouring. Yeah, yeah I go. So it's like two Mississippi, uh, th- 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 give or take. If, if you do it right, one Mississippi, two Mississippi is what 1.5 ounces. In state of Connecticut, ladies and gentlemen, that's our legal shot. Yeah. Th- 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 uh, if you do if you do like three Mississippi, th- 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 that's going to be like with the rock charge. Yep. If you do four Mississippi, that should be a, a double. So I do for 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 show and show. I say, okay, you want a double? We're gonna go four Mississippi, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, awesome. four. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Sorry, I had to cut yeah. you off. I just had to ask. But yeah, I, yeah. your point you were saying? Oh yeah, my point. My point is saying is that the, the people who are really, 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 really have hearts animosity towards wrestling, and that the a Maybe your mother and your and your son yeah, gave an elbow drop to your, to, to, to to someone and got some, someone hurt. I get yes, you have right to have animosity to wrestling. But ninety nine point nine percent of people who hate wrestling never watch wrestling. Yeah, you're right. <sighs> you're absolutely right. Yeah, and I've like come I come across plenty of those. In my that, life. That, that, uh, like I said, just give it a chance. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you mentioned that you kind of fell out of it for a hot second. Um, Going into what I'm thankful for next yep. in wrestling, I'm thankful for having grown up in different eras of wrestling. We kind of touched upon it with ECW, but um, I've never stopped being a wrestling fan. I've watched the good, the really good, the great, and I've watched the bad, the ugly, the shit when it comes to pro wrestling mm-hmm. over the years. Um, I started out as a fan of Hulk Hogan, and as a matter of fact, uh, I... Um, I didn't. My, my first exposure to wrestling was through that right up there, that LJN Hulk Hogan doll. Um, I just got that yeah. recently, actually, at a, uh, at a at a vintage toy show in North Haven, Connecticut, uh, just recently. But um, my my mom's sister got me that as a as a either Christmas gift or a birthday gift, and I didn't know what wrestling was. And then when I was told, oh, was, that's Hulk Hogan. He's on TV. He's a big mm-hmm. wrestler. And you know, my parents popped the TV on, and I saw Hulk Hogan on TV, and that was the end of that. Like you know, the the it, it all started right there, so um, I continued on through you know the the heyday the the, the during the big boom period when in the in the 80s and into the early 90s, um, and even when wrestling wasn't popular, I watched everything. I watched you know WCW Saturday Night and uh, you know World Championship Wrestling, Jim Crockett Promotions, mm. and uh, you know the Superstars and All American Wrestling and Wrestles uh, Action Zone and WWF Mania. You know even in the the mid 90s 
90s when they had the hokey characters like a Doink the Clown or Duke the Dumpster Drossy mm. or the Goon. I watched all that garbage. Like I was, I was, in, I loved the athleticism of wrestling. Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed the theatrics, and don't get me wrong, there was a lot of shitty characters in wrestling, even as a kid. But I just always enjoyed the the action, the in ring action of it. That was like primarily what like I was big into uh, when it came to wrestling. And then, of course, it's evolved and it's become more. You know, I, I love the action, I love the the theatrics, the storylines, even some of the characters, the presentation, the way it's produced. You know, everything in a nutshell. But um, as a wrestling fan, I'm very thankful that I got to live through and uh, passionately um, stay a wrestling fan through different eras of wrestling. I mean, you know, you go from you know, Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling era to the, the, the new generation of the World Wrestling Federation to eventually, you know, the Monday Night Wars and the Attitude Era. I mean, I saw wrestling evolve right in front of my eyes and I didn't miss a beat. You know, and I'm very thankful that I've been able to see all that. And I think it gives me, and I'm not saying that I'm the exception whatsoever, but I think it gives me a broader spectrum and a more open mind to to wrestling as a fan and, and what's out there, yeah. you know, and what was out there back then. So I want to digress real quick. Yeah. That, uh, so we're talking about fans, per se. Yep. That, uh, and I know I might, have sound, I might sound hypocritical because I said uh, it was probably – Good six seven months. It was the only time I really okay. had a solid no, break out of wrestling. Like that. I said, the R, the Randy Orton, it did the RKO to, to Evan Bourne, and I said, and I till this day, in. till this day, whatever that moment happened, till this day, I've never looked back. And then, uh, but that being said, that um, that um, a gentleman coming come to fandom that that uh, really really got my perspective. It was a guy talking to a to 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 to, to, to a guest and. And he goes, yeah, I was once with a fan of the Buffalo Bills, but now they suck. So I've been watching them for 25 years. I got, but a guy's rebuttal, it was something beautiful. And I'm so glad I was, the good Lord, that, that, that uh, graced me with this comment, uh, to hear this, this guy say this. So he goes to him, he goes, what? Well, what are you saying? He goes, yeah, I used to be a fan of the Buffalo Bills. I'm like, no. You like, you used to like the, the Buffalo Bills. If you were a fan of the Buffalo Bills, you'll still be a fan. A fan is life. You liked the Buffalo Bills yeah. from there to there. That, 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 uh, I thought that was so beautiful. That, 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 uh, so when someone says, oh, I used to be a wrestling fan. No, you used to like wrestling. You're not a wrestling fan. If you're a wrestling fan, you're, you're going to be a fan until, until the good Lord says, dude, you're hanging with me now. That, uh, that, uh, I think that's so beautiful. I think that that philosophy exactly how I feel about being a fan. It's either the day till they put you into a coffin, or you liked it. Don't say you're a fan if you don't watch it now or whatever, because you're not. You uh, th 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 just say I like wrestling from '84 to '91. Excellent. Don't say I was a fan of wrestling from '84 to '91 because that's not the truth. If you were a fan. You will still be a fan today. And I, I truly, that's my, my philosophy. I've never heard that philosophy before, but that's a good way of putting it. It really is. I mean, um, I've known many a people that um, began watching wrestling during, you know, the, the rock and wrestling era with, you know, during the big boom period when it expanded and went national with Hogan. And uh, and, and I, I want to say, like, a lot of people I've spoken with over the years probably fell out of it. I think, and not, 
I want to say maybe around the time Hogan left, like when they had the steroid trial and um, wrestling was becoming, you know, it was changing, like I said, with the characters and they weren't relying on such, you know, so many of the big muscle, muscle head guys like Hogan and Warrior and all the big muscular dudes. It was about athleticism like with Brett and Sean and the hokey characters like a doink and, and uh, you know, things like that i want to say that was around that time where i've spoken to a number of people that have just kind of like fell out of it um because of you know the fact that it had changed and it wasn't what it was when they first started watching it but i mean i just kept through it because it was it was just fun to watch you know what i mean like it was you know it was at the time as a kid like even though you know i was allowed to suspend my disbelief for an hour or two hours each week and by suspending my disbelief i thought like this is a legal way to fight without getting arrested and i thought this was kind of cool and mm-hmm. this guy is dressed up like a clown and he's beating this guy's ass who looks like you know uh, a, a six-pack of fanta soda and i'm referring to crush yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah i was uh i've always been a fan and proud to be a fan um but that's a great way of putting it. I never, I never thought of it like that. You know, it's fascinating, Dennis. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll, and I'll say this to you because you're here right now, and it's the God's honest truth. I'm, I'm thankful that we've become such good friends, and we've been able to do these shows together because you bring something different when it comes to an opinion for wrestling, and I think it adds to this show and helps tremendously for our conversations, and it makes me think even more. So I want to thank you for being a part of this and being. And I'm thankful that my brother introduced me to you so that you can come on this show and deliver your brand of opinion to all of the listeners of Kicking Out It oh, Too. Dave, trust me. It's, it's been absolutely my pleasure that, that uh, I have a really, really good time into doing these podcasts with you. Absolutely. I, I appreciate you appreciating me. <laughs> well, there you go. Is there anything else you are very thankful for as a wrestling fan? Um, Like, like, like I said, I think I, I think we, that, that in a nutshell, that, that, that I, I think I hit my, my big ones. I get... I get a, heads to what you just said to me, wrestling, connecting with other wrestling fans, mm-hmm. that, that I brought, brought, how I connected my family because of wrestling, and A, just, just like I said, us being born at the right time, right place, that, that, that uh, just, just a scene, wrestling, in my opinion, that's never going to be done before, we saw it, and then we're going to tell our grandkids, yeah, we, we used to use cheese grater heads, as dumb as, <laughs> as, dumb as that sounds, uh, that uh, Dennis the Third. Yes, that 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 uh, that uh, we did that stuff. Very very cool. Well, you know the the the, the glad handing session here is over on kicking out it too. As we've uh, we we've we've approached the end of our uh, our journey this week here, being very thankful for uh, what we what we've endured and what we've experienced as wrestling fans. Uh, what are your plans for uh, Thanksgiving? Well, uh, that uh, that's uh, we already announced. I'm a bartender and server, and I'm the. We didn't do, of course, Thanksgiving is not a Jewish holiday, but but historically speaking, the Jew does work more more like those holidays. Yep. And that, that uh, my Thanksgiving's gonna be that Saturday, so I'm probably gonna be working Thanksgiving. Okay. Which I don't mind. I'll watch. Hopefully, I'll watch the Lions get crushed. Being the Viking fan, <laughs> that that that, uh, that that that's uh, I'll get paid to watch football pretty much. That the same thing for Christmas and. And then, uh, and then whatever. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I hear my brother's working Thanksgiving. Is he? I have no idea. I've heard, I've heard a rumor. 
through the grapevine. Not Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer didn't confirm that, but uh, yeah. So, uh, well, you know what? You enjoy your 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 Thanksgiving holiday, and I appreciate you uh, you, you coming on here. And this of course, week. Uh, you as well, Mr. Dave. I hope you have a glorious uh, Thanksgiving. Indeed, we're going to be hosting it here at at, uh, at, at uh, the Rosenbluth Ranch. Uh, actually, down here in the studio, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna set some tables up here this and it's uh, space. Yeah, by the way, folks, beautiful house. It really. Thank is. you very much. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. We're going to, you know, my parents are going to come over and uh, a couple of my brothers, my brother and his wife and uh, my wa- my wife will be here. I'm not sure if my stepson will be here or not, but we're going to uh, we're going to have a good time and be thankful for each other's company and the and the and the family that we share. So uh, and we hope you all have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday with your loved ones. Be thankful for uh, your health, your happiness and your 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 family and your friendships that you have in life, because there's only one life that we live and you got to make the best of it. So. So, uh, you know, on the subject of uh, family, uh, you're going to be probably spending a lot of time with family over these next couple of days. So I thought it would be fitting that we give you guys a Black Friday bonus show here on Kicking Out It Too. So head on over to SoundCloud.com on Friday, sometime during the day on Friday. And we're going to drop a, uh, a special uh, Black Friday bonus show. And what's our subject going to be? Well, we're just going to basically talk about whatever comes to mind. We're going to kind of play Russian roulette with the format. Dennis is going to join me once again and we're going to sit down and talk about anything past or present in professional wrestling so join us over at soundcloud.com this friday for our black friday bonus show special here on kicking out at two all right it's about that time that we put this show down for the three count we had a clean finish in the middle there was no referee screw jobs there was no foot under the rope there was no foot on top of the bottom rope there was no run-ins it was clean in the middle for the one two three and we will see you all this Friday.